This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to Stay Curious with Dave Fish. I am Dave Fish and I am curious. Today we're going to be talking about pizza and CX and pizza. This is the first of what I hope will be many podcasts. So uh, take a listen. Let me know what you think. Here we go. God, football and pizza. That's the life priorities of my small hometown of Berwick in northeastern Pennsylvania. When alone, some locals will confide that their priorities are on any given day in a slightly different order. There are scores of pizzerias in the area, but in a recent completely unscientific poll on Facebook, of about 600 local residents, three pizza places separated to the front of the pizza peloton. Stuccio's, Tuzzi's, and Dela's. Each is very different, and each shares some very common features. The front runner, Stuccio's, which is favored by about a third of local residents, is a very thin crust pizza with tons of cheese and a sweet sauce. As of this writing, Tuzzi's and Dela's are in a statistical dead heat for second, about 24% each. They, too, are unique to the area. Tuzzi's has a thicker bread-like crust with cheese spread throughout, whereas Dela's has a more concentrated placement of cheese, but is also thicker, reminiscent of the Old Forge variety served up the road outside of Scranton. Tuzzi's and Dela's are excellent a day or two after served cold, whereas Stuccio's, not so much. All three are unusual in that they're served in a rectangular sheet or slab rather than the conventional pie. Locals are extremely loyal to one or more brands of pizza. It's not an Eagles versus Steelers kind of thing. There's respect and a near veneration for each brand, even if you're not an advocate of one. Folks are rabid fans with expats having it delivered all over the world. To outsiders, these regional iconic delicacies are often met with a shrug. To them, they seem similar, maybe a little weird, and occasionally not to their liking. After all, most people think of pizza as something you order from Domino's or pizza. It's round, it's thin, and sometimes with pepperoni on top. Those places don't do well in Berwick. In fact, Despite the big three pizzerias in Berwick doing zero advertising, I mean, Stuccio's doesn't even have a website, they absolutely trounce powerful national brands such as Pizza Hut and Domino's for preference by a magnitude of 800 to 1. So why are the locals so fanatical? Why do national brands get annihilated? Sure, the local pizza is good, but there's something really more here. There's something much deeper. It's more than a recipe. Recently, I've been seeing many charts and CX presentations where the speaker talks about product experience or user experience or service experience. They delineate amongst those disciplines as if customers do the same. This view may have unintended consequences as customers don't think in terms of partitioned off pieces of the experience, but think of it as a whole. In some cases, the presenter then goes on to say something like, these need to be connected together to create an omnichannel experience. Still others will say there needs to be a unifying vision that connects everything. Again, spot on. But there's something beyond good governance, beyond vision, beyond effective cross-functional collaboration that can deliver true enduring brand loyalty. But what are they? I think, again, we, of course, can look to pizza for the answers. In Brooke, the iconic halls of mozzarella and tomato sauce have been frequented by folks for generations. Stuccio's, Tuzzi's and Dela's have been operating in Berwick for nearly a century or longer. As such, each pizzeria has become deeply connected to the social fabric of the town. People eat local pizza for everyday occasions, such as lunch and dinner, but it's also used to celebrate special events or a treat. People remember eating it at birthday parties, the big high school rivalry football game, Christmas Eve, 
as a reward for the struggling students approved report card are before homecoming. It is a reward for folks who have had a particularly bad day and a particularly hard job. And yes, you can even find these square treats at weddings and wakes. While the local pizza is delicious, they're not just selling pizza. They're selling home. They're selling a sense of identity and pride. Pizza is a common ground that you can argue with without any hard feelings with others. In fact, they aren't really selling anything. It's part of the culture. In their own small-town way, the Pizza Syndicate and Berwick represents extremely powerful brands, certainly more recognized and powerful than the disruptive brands of Airbnb, Uber, and Spotify combined. What lessons are there in Baroque Pizza for creating a powerful brand? First, in the 40-odd years I've been noshing on my local pizza and washing it down with a refreshing yingling beer, it has not changed. Not one bit. We don't like our traditions mess with. Coke learned this the hard way with New Coke, which was a foible lauded as marketing genius. There was a near riot when Twinkies were supposed to go out of business. There was a mass protest and a run on grocery stores when Sriracha was going to shut its doors due to neighbors in Irwindale, California, complaining about the smell it generated. General Mills did a quick course correction, turning Trick cereal back to its original neon colors after trying to purge non-natural ingredients from its product lineup. In psychology, this is called reactance. People just don't like their freedoms messed with, and they'll act out in response. While brands have to evolve, sometimes you just let something good be good. We often think we need to disrupt an industry to be a memorable brand. It's not true. You can be memorable by by delivering a consistently excellent but unique offering in the marketplace. There is magic in being maniacally consistent. As I've written before, there's a vast amount of research that we as a species hate uncertainty. It's the definition of fear, the unknown. It is better to be consistently bad than great one day and horrible the next. Be consistent in what you are delivering. The only time inconsistency is good is when you deliver it consistently. For example, a scary movie, a haunted house, skydiving. You don't know what to expect, but you expect that. You don't have to be a giant brand to be consistent. In fact, the smaller you are, the easier it is. The first thing you do is document your processes. The second thing you do is deliver it consistently. Ideally, these processes are customer first, following what the customer wants versus what's easiest for you as an organization. Second, these pizzerias know their customers' preferences and keep it simple. Each of these shops know their customers and their parents, their grandparents, and sometimes their great-grandparents. It's generational customer intimacy and the resultant loyalty that is uh, that they gain. Venerable brands such as F-150 and Ram and Chevy trucks have long used this to their advantage and achieved repurchase loyalty rates above 70% consistently. Remember to start with the customer first. Human-centered design is a central tenet of design thinking, which I think is the absolute right way to solve problems and innovate. However, make sure you're not accidentally resiloing on the basis of the experience by dividing it up into pieces again, this time based on the journey rather than by functional areas. Connect yourself to the community and to your customers. This involves what design thinking folks call empathy. While as a species, we're pre-wired to naturally sort people into categories, strive to take an us versus a them perspective. This is despite having the psychological deck stacked against you to do otherwise. Be part of the community you serve, not an outsider. As a medium or a large business, the lesson here is twofold. Resist hubris and really understand your customer. Warren Buffett once said, in the world of business, the people who are most successful are those who are doing what they love. Don't invest yourself in enterprises that you don't personally believe in. Also, make sure you're truly trying to understand your customers. Don't just rely on quantitative methods. Get out and talk with people. 
really try and understand them, and most of all, respect them. Find ways to embed yourself as part of the day-to-day experiences people have in their lives. Connect the experiences you create to the events and occasions. Coke, for example, figured out how to sell millions of bottles of, of their product in India by simply repositioning their product as a special occasion drink. It sounds cliche, but great experiences do create memories, big and small. Finally, make your brand a habit. Facebook has been incredibly successful in having millions of users consult their application as their very first task of the morning. Amazon's Alexa is in the habit business. They have people depending on it for news and weather while they go about their day-to-day lives of preparing meals and getting ready in the morning. Make the experience you provide a habit, if not a necessity. Through journey mapping and ethnography, figure out where you might fit into that day-to-day life. Understand what they like and they don't like about the experience you provide. Where are the gaps? Understand where you can make yourself indispensable. Ideally, this is done before you even start down the product development path in the first place. As for me, I have to watch my pizza consumption nowadays. It makes me fat. It is delicious, but not really healthy. That said, I do make an exception when I'm home to call in my order early, stop in, and pay my $7.75 in cash for a half sheet. They don't take any other forms of payment besides cash. I then sit down with my parents and enjoy the pizza and the memories. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. That's the end of our first podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, Please go ahead and leave your comments and uh, hope to do another one. Let me know if you like it. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.